0: It's week one, everybody, right here on the LionStar app. Can you believe it? We're finally here, and there's nothing left to do right now except get into the huddle. Huddle up, everybody, because the pre snap starts right now. You're listening to the Pre Snap podcast, brought to you by LionStar, the top rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Linestar Premium now at LinestarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome, everybody, to the pre-snap right here on the Linestar App. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's week one. It's finally here. Oh, God, Chris, I'm so emotional. Uh, I'm excited. Tonight, we have football. What's better than that? We're recording here on Thursday the 5th. Obviously, we're going to be breaking down that Sunday slate for you mostly. But Chris, it's here. It's Christmas. How excited are you? Uh, Let's see. One to ten.
1: Oh, ten for sure. Yeah. If you gave me one to ninety-nine, it would be ninety-nine. Yeah. (laughs) The excitement level is through the roof. I am so happy that football is finally here because it's, you know, this, I mean, we're working every day in, in the fantasy industry and just dissecting all the games, all the drafts, all the it's just all that stuff is now over with. We got football. We can talk about games. We can talk about, you know, the strategy, the week to week strategy, the matchups. I'm just yeah, I'm I'm happy, man. It is here. Let's do yes, it.
0: And uh you know I love about you, you're one of those guys where, you know, if someone says You know, you can only give 100%, right? You're that 100%. You're not that 110, 120. That's unrealistic. That's not a real number. If I give you one (laughs) to 10, you pick 10. You don't tell me, oh, I'm 11 and a half. I'm so excited. No, that's not what we do here. Not a thing. That's right. And we're going to remind everybody tomorrow, make sure you uh, keep an eye out because the pre-snap wagering show is going to be out. So if you are going to uh, play the NFL ponies, as it were, and uh, get out there and look for the overs and the unders and the prop bets and uh, everything in between, Mike Randall is going to be joining me on Fridays to do that show. So it is going to be live and in charge, baby. We're going to be very exciting this football season. And uh, look, we're going to go and do everything we did last year. Same deal, Chris and I. Only the good thing is we're doing Mondays as well. So on Mondays, we'll be previewing a little Monday-Thursday. We'll preview Monday Night Football, do a recap of everything that happened. That'll be a fun show every Thursday. You're going to have this. It'll be a little earlier in October. Unfortunately, in the afternoons here, it's going to come out in September. But once we roll in October, it'll be out probably first thing in the morning. So make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap with me and Chris Meaney if you're playing DFS. Plus, it's good to wait as long as you can because you never know when you're going to get your news. Like you know, oh, I don't know, a possible Antonio Brown suspension. I mean,
1: it just doesn't stop with him. It just doesn't stop. It's unreal. Uh, You and I were talking before we got on about some of the shares that we have and even recent drafts leading up to week one, this guy going in the middle of third round. And it's just, it was really a no-brainer at that point. You're going to have to deal with some stuff. And obviously, um, you know, he could be a headache for you all year. I've already went and, you know, I have a lot of Tyrell Williams shares. Somebody's got to catch the ball there after Antonio Brown you know, Waller guys we'll get into I'm sure throughout the year. Hunter Renfro is somebody I've picked up in deeper formats. But yeah, it's already seems to seems to start with Antonio Brown. It's from the helmet to the you know, him voicing the what did he tweet the picture of the fine that he got from mike mayock and then reportedly yep. had to be held back by teammates like going Pull after a guy like mike Mayock, Pull like me back, oh Pull me back. man yeah. wow. wow wow i don't know man like, it's I been, a, it's it been a crazy ago. couple of weeks i don't even know if i've talked to you about andrew luck retiring it has been no, a crazy we did. We did couple weeks that. we're okay. just we're just yeah, going we did. You're right we did
0: yeah. i just finished baseball you you're still in baseball for another couple of weeks unfortunately yeah. for you but we are that's it man it's football season as far as i'm concerned that's it we are here and i want to remind everybody make sure you're downloading that line star app make sure you upgrade to the premium product so you can play along with us in every sense because we plan on winning you money and plan on having a lot of fun with you this football season let's start with one o'clock and let's start with the rams and panthers because enough with this thursday night game packers bears standalone. if you want to play the loop it's fine i'm i don't i just want to watch this football game so let's get into the rams and panthers all right and When we're looking at salaries right away, I have to say, I'm already excited about the Todd Gurley discount. Okay. It's 7,900 over on DK. I like that number already. Uh, A 76 over on FanDuel. He's basically priced the way Mark Ingram used to be priced. Like that's, that's pretty much what you're getting for Todd Gurley. And yeah, maybe they will pull off a little bit at certain times, but I still say the touchdown upsides there, which makes me in particular excited about him on the FanDuel side. So Let's get after it. It's on the road. Your thoughts already on the Todd Gurley pricing so far to start the year week one.
1: Yeah, I love it. You nailed it. Absolutely. Uh, He's one of my favorite tournament plays. I wouldn't roll him out there and cash just in case they actually do scale back. And he does maybe, you know, he suffers a knee injury early on. That's certainly a possibility. So I'm not going to put a ton of money on Todd Gurley. But I am going to play him in tournaments because you're absolutely right. I mean, he's not priced where he should be and where his ceiling is. Like if Todd Gurley was 100% healthy, we're talking about Todd Gurley in one of the highest total games on the main slate. We're talking about him being priced with Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott, who's not going to have a full workload on Sunday. So he's, he's, he has that type of ceiling. And in my opinion, if there's a game to play him, it's this one, he's had the entire summer off. He should yeah. be healthy. I'm not fully buying into, him being healthy throughout the year, getting that same type of workload we have seen over the past couple of years, but if anything it 's week one it 's right now, so um i 'm all about him. I love the price, I love the shot. I wonder if people are going to just take in all of the outside off season noise of you know him being scaled back and working on one knee and not even deal with him. I like it. I like it a yeah, lot I'm I Fandu like on both. Seven, I think the
0: ownership's going to be low. And uh, I actually think this doggo hunt is a flex play in, in cash games too. I really do over, over on draft games. I think he can get away with it. Cause I think he's going to have at least, I mean, if, I'm going to set it at one and a half touchdowns today um, for, uh, for Sunday. Uh, look, man, Todd Gurley is one of the best running backs on the planet. I'm just not about this noise where all of a sudden he's done. And make, maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. Oh my God. Hmm. It's Daryl Henderson. It's Malcolm Brown. And it's all crap show. No, I'm yeah. not going to deal with it. The receiver's, Over on the uh, FanDuel side, they're all pretty much the same. Cooks is 7, Woods is 7, Cup is 6,800. I prefer Cup out of the slot um, in terms of return on investment, especially over on DK in the full PPR at 5,700. I will take that discount. On FanDuel, I think the upside for touchdown lies with Robert Woods a little bit uh, in this particular matchup. Uh, What's your feeling about these wide receivers here and Goff, too, if you have one?
1: Yeah, this is a game that I want a, a piece of for sure on both sides. I I, th- I think Cup is my favorite of the bunch. I think we're on the same page. Uh, I wonder if he's going to have a full workload right away, too. There were some rumblings in, out of the, you know, the Rams camp that maybe uh, you know, they'll scale him back in the first couple weeks if to be on a pitch count. I, I'm not really sure if that's going to be the case or not. I like Robert Woods a lot. I, I view Woods as kind of like Cup, the safety guy. I mean, last season, at least seven targets and 13 of his Final 15 games. He was just a solid, safe floor there. It seemed like every single week he was catching at least five passes and getting 60 yards. That's a nice floor. And then with Brennan Cooks, he has that upside, right? He has, he has the high ceiling. He's a guy that can hit the century mark in terms of yards, get you that bonus if you're on DraftKings. So both of those guys, and then obviously you bring in Cup, who is you know really Goff's favorite target, especially inside the red zone. He's led that team in red zone targets since they've both played together. And you know I was just quickly looking at Gurley just for a second. 40 touchdowns from Todd Gurley in the last two seasons. 40. Yeah, that's Unbelievable. So yeah, that's a good over under one and a half. I mean, a healthy Gurley, we'd be setting it at two and a half.
0: Yeah, I look, and and I'm, I'll tell you, what, I'm I'm fading Panthers a little bit here. McCaffrey's great player. He's super expensive. He's at 8,800 um on on DK over on the FanDuel side, 89. So there's no no quarter there. And as far as when you look at the matchups for the corners too, I think DJ Moore and Samuel have their work cut out for him. They got Peters and Tlaib on either side. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Like I I think. Samuel is a trap this week with Tlaib on him because uh, of the low cost. People see that 5,900 over on FanDuel. They'll see the 42 on DK and want to get involved. I'm not saying it's not – it couldn't happen. I'm just saying I don't like, like the matchup. I think Tlaib is still a good enough corner that uh, he's going to give Samuel a fit. So it's going to be the McCaffrey show, and yeah. um, we'll see if they are, you know, really going to hold him back from the, uh, <laughs> from the goal line, as they've said. I don't know. I guess yeah, we'll find possible. out.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. the, he's the right, one let's... guy in that top range, though, that I will pay up for. I'd rather him than Barkley. Just a yeah. higher ceiling, better better game. Agreed.
0: All right, let's move on to the Eagles at home, hosting the Washington Redskins. Now, uh, LineStar has Carson Wentz as the second-highest return on investment quarterback. My only concern is uh, how long he is going to be useful in this game because I feel like they're going to jump ugly on them, and I feel like the second half is going to be a little bit of a coast job. Uh, which is good news probably for Jordan Howard <laughs> and maybe Miles Sanders. Yeah. But for Wentz, you know, I feel like it just might limit it in upside. I think cash game-wise, I get it 100%. So I think line-star cash game quarterback, 5,700 on DK, uh, a good price there, 76, uh, a medium price for the quarterback over on FanDuel. But uh, for me, dude, it's it's a, always it's Wentz and Ertz, and it's in cash, and it always works, and it's going to work today. Uh, how do you feel about the Eagles in this one?
1: Yeah, Jake always says, to Sealy." You know, he always says like the cake and not the icing. And I, I totally get it with Carson Wentz and all of his weapons. I like cake
0: like, and icing. Yeah, me too. I here. like it both. Yeah.
1: And there's a lot to like about this Eagles offense. Really, I mean, you could eat it all up. And for Carson Wentz, where's he going to go? Like, there's there's so many weapons with Zach Ertz. I think is is his number one option. But they got Deshaun Jackson's first real deep threat ever that he's had they tried in years past with Mike Wallace and Torrey Smith and it just didn't quite work out so Deshaun Jackson's back they've already talked about taking shots with him down the field getting him a touchdown in his first game back in Philly against his former team playing for another former team so there, there's a lot to like with this Eagles offense I, I I don't know if I would play him in cash to be honest I get it I, I understand it but there is that risk that maybe he takes a shot and there's also that risk like you talked about off the top you know, talking about this game that potentially they do get up and maybe they scale them back. McCown gets in there in the fourth quarter. All of those are, are possibilities, but I do like him as one of my favorite tournament quarterbacks. Uh, I Again, he's we saw from him two years ago, MVP-like season, all of those weapons, arguably the best offensive line in football. You don't know what running back is going to be able to get the ball, but you can sprinkle in two or three of them for sure. Darren Sproles is going to get some touches as well. Whether you think he's not, he just will. So There's a lot to like about Wentz and his weapons. I just don't know who I don't know if I would play play him with anybody else maybe Zach Ertz but that's it like I just Wentz is probably the only eagle I'm interested in this weekend
0: all right I'm a hard pass on the Redskins with one exception and it's my boy at 3400 on DK is a great flex play or a third wide receiver Mm. and it's Trey Quinn somebody needs to catch the football Reed is not going to be there Richardson has been hurt all preseason I'm not ready for guys I'm not ready for Peterson but I am ready on the full PPR and DK for Trey Quinn. I think he's a really sneaky play there. He allows you to go up to the board then and get some of the big running backs or big wide receivers too. I think it plays in tournaments and it could even be a cash lineup builder. I think either way. Uh, so I'm a fan of the Trey Quinn. Anybody from Washington for you besides that, or is this a pass? No, nah, that's
1: it. Yeah, it's right. Trey Quinn. Yeah, the Trey Eagles Quinn. gave out the third most catches last year to wide receivers. So, I mean, Woo! it would he should get, what, eight, nine targets at least in this well, game? and
0: you figure they're going to be behind, which means exactly. if so – they're going to be throwing the ball a little bit, and I think Quinn's the guy that benefits there. Um, let's move on to the Bills and Jets. I don't have any faith uh, in the floor of any of the Bills players save Josh Allen. I still say Josh Allen, very good, One won us a ton of money, man. We were on that Josh Allen oh, train last yeah. year on the pre-snap. Uh, and so far to start, just 5600 over on DraftKings, on FanDuel. He's $69. you are getting a bit of a discount there. So I would take Josh Allen without anybody else because we don't know what the running back situation is. We're not sure who the favorite target is now with the new pieces. So I will sit back and watch that on the Jets side of the football. Where's your temperature for Le'Veon Bell? Because we're taking some big pieces out because, you know, when you look at it, no Steelers, no Pats in the main slate, and no Saints, no Texans. So you're taking some big time weapons out, which means Le'Veon Bell is one of the few premier weapons in football on this slate. How do you feel about Le'Veon Bell and his value this week?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, much like Gurley, right? He's priced $800 cheaper than Todd Gurley on DraftKings. And, you know, if Le'Veon Bell is 85% of what he was with the Steelers, he's going to return value. I like him a lot more on DraftKings. I don't know how much success he's going to have. I have a lot of respect, actually, for the Buffalo Bills defense and the pressure that a they can ton. generate. I agree. Yeah. They are one yeah, of the better so... defenses.
0: And look, if Darnold reverted week one to a little bit of the the, the happy interceptor, Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be a yeah. big day for the Buffalo defense.
1: Yeah, and the Bills secondary, I mean, they held some marquee quarterbacks to – pretty brutal games last year to be honest like they were I was fading to a point especially in Buffalo I know this game's in New York but especially in Buffalo I was not playing a quarterback in Buffalo Uh, so I I have respect for their defense but I think Lev Bell is a better play on DraftKings I think he'll catch a few balls I would you know at least six or seven balls Uh, I don't think he's going to have that great game on FanDuel where you know you only get the half point for the catch I think he's a he's definitely a better play on DraftKings, you know, there is one guy that I do like in this game from the Buffalo side, and we were talking about, we. we I agree with you, we, we need to wait and see, you know, what this offense is going to look like. But I do, you know, I would take too much stock in a preseason, but I like what I saw early on with Cole Beasley. I mean, these two only played about 40 snaps together, and, you know, he had eight targets, seven catches, 71 yards. I think it's just a safety valve for Josh Allen. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, that's his favorite weapon all season long, Cole Beasley.
0: It wouldn't shock me either. I've uh, also mentioned that in a dirt few cheap. different shows. He's dirt cheap, and I get it on on the full PPR. I get it. All right, let's move on to the next one. And the next one is Minnesota Vikings at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, look, you can throw on the Falcons. Okay, that's not a good secondary. See, Buffalo is good secondary. Hence, I am mm-hmm. not. Playing around with any of these guys, you know, those guys hit hard too. those. those, man, do they ever? Yeah. You know, Poyer and those guys, those guys hit hard and uh, no, no Robbie Anderson. Whereas the Falcons, you can throw on them all day. Doesn't matter. And I absolutely love Adam Thielen, especially because Stefan Diggs, not 100%. So we'll see what happens. Even if he plays, I'm not expecting a lot. But you look at the price for Thielen, you're getting a nice discount in this matchup. I'm not the biggest font guy. I think Thielen can beat him 6,800. Give it to me. It's 74 over on FanDuel. To me, if I'm going to pick one piece from this one, it's going to be Adam Thielen. I'm going to wait and see on the Dalvin Cook. I'm not saying it's a bad play. I'm saying you can, but then you kind of have to be all in on the Vikings, and I don't think I am quite all in, but I do like the one-off on Thielen. Are you all in on the Vikings? Do you think you like the maybe the trio this week? Maybe it's a Thielen cook cousins kind of a week against that uh, bad Falcons defense.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a bad option. Um, I like Thielen. I'm I'm with you on Thielen for sure. You know, let's let's not forget about the start he had last season, and I think he just kind of tailed off because they had no run game, and it was just you know Kirk Cousins was just getting hit and he's getting smacked you know numerous times because everyone knew he was going to throw the football. But so I do like him, especially if Diggs, like you alluded to, even if Diggs does play, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent. So maybe we could still get a boost from Adam Thielen. No, Dalvin Cook, I wouldn't play him in cash. I probably won't play him all year in cash. I probably won't. Honestly. I mean, he's missed 21 games in two years. I just can't, I just can't risk it. I'm not going to put big money. It's like Carson Wentz. I just don't know if this guy's going to be able to complete a game. But the Falcons have allowed the most catches to running backs over the last two years. there's a large enough sample size. It goes all the way back to Joe when your Patriots play them in the Super Bowl and James yep. White had that remarkable game. And it was like, going this has been on a trend well for a while. That, yes. I, it was
0: a trend for a very long time. Yeah. I just...
1: Don't, so Cook's you know, his lease is healthy. I don't know. We catch a few balls, but again, I would not play him in cash.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Cash is a little scary in the, in the tournament format. I think I'm a little bit better with that. Let's talk about the Falcons a little bit. Speaking of running backs, Devontae Freeman is 6,700 over on Fanduel. That's a pretty good price for him as well. Uh, just 53
1: real good. On price over there. Yeah.
0: That is a fantastic price for him. I mean, let, let's start there because I do believe they are going to get him back on the program. And it's hard for me not to look and say, okay, is he gonna have a hundred all-purpose yards and a couple catches and a touchdown? Probably. And if so, man, that fifty-three, that's an easy return on DK.
1: Yeah, I mean, this guy's only a couple years removed from 73 catches and a thousand yards on the ground, almost six hundred in the air, and finishing as the number one running back in fantasy football. So this is a This is an awesome price for him. I love him over on DraftKings, and no Tevin Coleman around. Nobody else has really looked impressive. Ito Smith, I'm I'm, yeah. So right now, it's the same thing that applies for Gurley. He is healthy right now. Freeman's probably a guy that you looked over in the third round of your season long draft, and you're you're sitting there next to Leonard Fournette, and you're like, "Ah, I don't want either of these guys. And Dalvin, like, I just don't know if they're going to be able to stay healthy. But right now, week one, these guys are fresh. They're healthy. All the workload is going to go through Freeman. He's going to catch some balls at the backfield. He has always been the goal line back, even when Tevin Coleman is there. He is going to be the goal line back right now. So, yeah, at this price, for sure, he's probably my favorite Falcon of the bunch.
0: Yeah, he. Me too. In terms of ROI, absolutely. Because yeah. then you got, you know you got to pay through the nose for the Ryan Julio. It's going to cost you sixteen fifty combined on Fanduel. Yeah. Not and, really interested. Like, yeah. yeah. No, and it's and it's expensive on DK too. So. Um, I don't mind the Calvin Ridley one off if you're doing multi-entry because I do think at 5100 there that's a pretty good price on DK 65. It's okay, but on DK a little bit better there for Ridley because we've all seen that happen too. Especially, uh, you know, Rose will be on Julio, which means yeah. that Waynes will be on the other side, and I think Ridley. Ridley, to me, has a real opportunity in this game. If I'm going to pick one of them, that's how I would go. Agreed. All right, Let's move on to it because, oh my goodness, I want all the shares, Chris, of this next one. Give me all the Ravens against the Dolphins. It's going to be a long season for the Miami Tanks. <laughs> I mean the Miami Dolphins. I'm sorry. Did I say tank? You did. I, I should have said Dolphins. I want you zero did. to do. I already can see Twitter a buzz with the Ryan Fitzpatrick buzz.
1: No. Ooh, gross. Yeah, I haven't no. seen any of that. I would no. throw up if oh, I saw Oh, yeah, that. they're
0: like, well, last year, everyone wrote him off, and then week one, he was really good. Yeah, yeah but he had weapons where's, in Tampa Bay. Yeah,
1: Godwin? Where's Mike Evans? Yeah, yeah, where's, exactly.
0: where's, where's Humphreys? Yeah. Where's all those guys? Huh? Where are no, they? Ch-
1: no chance. I mean, yeah. him and Albert Wilson could probably hook up a few times. But where's the ceiling? Like, like what's the ceiling I here? Know.
0: I just oh, no, don't feel like Miami's going to score any points. How about the offensive line? Now that Tunzel's not there, too. Exactly. It's terrible. Yeah, it's and true. it is worth paying up for the Ravens defense this week because of it. I don't love the Ravens defense anymore. I don't think it's what it used to be. You take Mosley away, you take Suggs away. It's a lot of big pieces missing. They still got some personnel, don't get me wrong, but they've lost a little bit of veteran leadership and a little bit of talent. So most of the time, I'm going to be off Baltimore. Not to uh, I don't care if it's chalk. Give me all yeah. the Baltimore Ravens defense.
1: Give it And to you me. know It and might not be chalk because a lot of people don't want to spend up for defense, but there's enough value in week one because oh, these prices have been so set much. for weeks, right? And it's there's the been retirements. There's been injuries. Yeah, you I, get a I have no problem. Here. Yeah, have no problem spending that here. It's very okay. easy to do. I have a few FanDuel lineups with, you know, the Ravens in there at 5K. Like that's pretty expensive for a defense. I usually don't go that route. But like I said, there's there's enough value this week there you can make that happen.
0: This could be a 24-3 kind of a game. That's kind of okay. how I
1: feel like it should be. Yeah.
0: All right, but the two pieces that I absolutely love because of it are Lamar Jackson at 6K over on DK and mark ingram at 51 i i think they're gonna just go with that heavy run attack they're gonna pound this team into oblivion on fanduel i love it too 74 for lamar jackson uh, mark ingram for 66 uh to me it's these two dudes and they're both gonna go over 100 yards rushing in this game they're both gonna have a, a rushing touchdown that's that's take it to the bank that's what i'm calling and don't worry i'm invested in it with you so if you're coming with me the boat's open let's get in here and let's go sailing it's Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, and it's ground and pound, and it's going to pound the Dolphins into submission. What say you, Chris Meaney? Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm with you. This is Yay. for sure. Both cash game plays. I like Lamar Jackson a lot, but on both sites. I mean, I was just looking at, you know, a refresher of his game log and what he did. I mean, you, you look on DraftKings and Fanduel, it's right around the same, you know, 17 to 22 points. I mean, he had one with 27, one with 22. Those are DraftKings points. He never threw for over 204 passing yards like he didn't even have big passing games and he was still returning value. Yeah. So, yeah, and Mark Ingram going to get a ton of touches, ton of play, can catch the ball out of the backfield. The, you know, Miami is just not a good defense. They gave up the second most rushing yards last year. So, yeah, I like them both. Great calls.
0: All right. Let's this next one is is the one, okay? The Chiefs and Jaguars. Now, look, the Chiefs are a great offensive football team, but they're not a good defensive team. They lost personnel I know Tyrion Matthew is there. I get it. He's a good player. They still stink, okay? They stink defensively. And I don't love the Jaguars offense. We've had no bones about this. I have gone on record in the Black Book, on my podcast, on this show, everywhere, how much I my disdain for Jacksonville. But not today. Not today, Chris Meany, Because today, I am feeling D.D. Westbrook at 59 with Fuller trying to guard him, who's basically, as my friend Debro puts it, he's a human turnstile. <laughs> and I just think it's going to be a very long day for them. And I think that Foles and Westbrook and Fournette can do enough with the three of them to keep this to be a very, very close game. I would—I can't wait for tomorrow to talk with Mike Randall about this game on the wagering show because I want his thoughts on it. Because I think this one's going to be a shootout really close. And, uh, and look, because the, the Chiefs defense offense is going to score on everybody. I don't care. If, if, even if you think the Jags defense is good. I don't care.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What scored on Am
0: yeah. I drunk? Like no, what's going no on here? Okay. Yeah.
1: They scored on him last year. Um, and you know, Andy had the entire off season plan for this game. Week one, uh, they're going to score some points. I love DD Dee Dee, and I watched the, the Nick Foles preseason game, the two of them. And he threw the ball seven times his way on like four drives. So, I mean that we know about Nick Foles, get the ball out quick. John DiPolipo, what they, what they did in Philadelphia. He's going to play to his strengths in Jacksonville as well. Get the ball out quick. I know they want to run the football, but they're going to have to throw it. So Love DD, They both do great things out of the slot. So yeah, we're again, we're on the same page. That's, that's the one guy. I didn't even mind Fournette either. Is this somebody that we've talked about again with Freeman is somebody who just, when he plays, he's productive. He scores touchdowns. It's like 16 and 21 career games. So again, they want to run the ball. You can run on Kansas city. You can throw on Kansas city. And on the same time, they're going to score on you and they're going to run on you. So uh, you I wonder if people are going to shy away they run from this all game. Over you, yeah, I I feel like Vegas is. I feel like Vegas is almost. Did they forget how good they their offense is? The over under this just is 51 because, and a half. I know, but they're only giving the Jags like three points here to win three and a half. Like. I think that they could win this game by a touchdown. I know it's in Jacksonville, it's a different team. Defense is good. Maybe we'll see something different from them offensively with Fools, but this is still the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, there's a lot of weapons on their side.
0: This is this is gonna be your this is gonna be the one that gets crazy. Now here's the hard part is how do you get involved with Kansas City?
1: Yeah, yeah that's the thing. You just don't and know.
0: It's, it's the hard part. I mean, on DK, Mahomes is 72. Uh, the only the only discount you're getting is McCoy at 46. Now, I will say this: if you're playing cash. And you want to go Mahomes and Kelsey, I think it's fine. If you want to go Mahomes and Hill, I think it's fine. Um, On DK, on FanDuel, um, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, the two main pieces are pretty much like you just lock one of them in. I think Kelsey's probably the safer touchdown bet than Tyreek Hill with Ramsey on him. I mean, not not that Hill can't beat Ramsey, but I'll take my shot there with Kelsey, I think, as just a little bit, you know, because I do think if, if, look. Kelsey has is, is really proven to me that he's that guy. He's the number one tight end in football. So I don't really worry about him in any spot. And I love Tyree Kill and all, but Ramsey's still a really good player. So it's expensive. It's, I don't want to fade it, but I don't know, man. I have a hard time getting involved with the Chiefs on this end
1: of it. Just because yeah. it's
0: week one and there's so many discounts.
1: You're right. There are so many discounts. There's, there's a ton of better spots. I mean, if you're a multiplayer In tournaments, like if you're going to put together like a dozen lineups, I mean, you'd be silly not to not to try this out because as much as I'm saying the Chiefs and Vegas, what they're doing, they think it's going to be a tight game. It is in Jacksonville after all the defense I do think is pretty solid there, despite what we saw from the last season. You
0: get you get if you do want to go all in on this game, you can get enough of you know, you can get Westbrook and Fournette and, and save a little cash there. Yeah, you, know, you could even get McCoy and save some. You know, what I mean, like you yeah. can get in on both ends of this game because the Jacksonville side is cheap and it'll be okay,
1: right? And I just think a lot of these guys actually, there's an opportunity to get a Patrick Mahomes. I think uh, with a lower ownership because he is the highest priced quarterback. A lot of people, I mean, even in season long leagues, like you know, you're probably listening thinking man, yeah, my homes actually fell. Like, all these quarterbacks fell in my drafts. Like, what's going on? Years ago, everyone was drafting quarterbacks. Now, the thing is, is, like, don't draft them early and don't spend up on them in in DFS. So... And in a matchup in Jacksonville, so I feel like Mahomes may come with the lower ownership, the, maybe the lowest all year that we're going to see from Patrick Mahomes. With well, that's all the what value makes it intriguing
0: board. as a tournament option because yes. the owners will be just zero. Just because yeah. it's just a total fade by so many people out there. There'll yeah. be some noobs that get into it, but they'll get into it on the wrong end. They won't get into it on both ends of it. They'll just pick the Chiefs and not realize that, right. hey, wait, defense sucks. So yeah, that's I what mean, makes Foles is
1: 5-3. Foles yeah. is 5-3 if you wanted to put at the quarterback it, position.
0: And that's what makes it so interesting. Or if you want to play one of those super flex things where you can yes. have a yeah. duel where you can play the yeah. two quarterbacks, yeah. you know, putting Foles and, and, and Mahomes there offsets a little cost for you. All right, let's get to the Tennessee Titans and Cleveland Browns last 1 o'clock game. Now, the Browns were not good against the run last year. And I'd love to make a case for Derek Henry. Can you? <laughs> can it's you just a game, game script. It that's me?
1: it. You got you to gotta predict game script. And for me... I feel like Cleveland and I have some respect for Tennessee's defense as well. I mean, especially against the run. This may not oh, be the best good. game for for Nick Chubb. I mean, he could touch the ball 20 times, but he may not be that efficient. But they they're going to come out slinging here all the hype. They you know, Odell Beckham Jr., all of that. If if there's a scenario and I'm painting in my head that they get up by a couple touchdowns and Tennessee has to get away from what they want to do and run the ball with Derrick Henry, there's an opportunity like you know, it, that they're going to have to have Marcus Mariota to throw in the football. This hasn't looked good over the past couple of years and not even in preseason. So I don't even know, like it could be a deal on Lewis game. I just don't want anything to do with anything from Tennessee. Like I actually, I'm just going to dial up the the Browns defense in a few spots.
0: Yeah. Th- honestly, this one Browns defense, I get uh Browns defense and, and uh Baltimore Ravens defense are the two defenses that I want, you know, and, and they're pretty cheap. On uh, yeah. DK, especially but I think the Browns are thirty four if memory serves. So yeah, pretty cheap yep. Yep. in terms of getting involved with those guys. But I don't know, dude. Like this game to me is a bit of a pass because I, you know, for everything that you said, I'm just kind of walking away. I'd love yeah. to go with Henry here, but. I just feel like the upside is just limited, unfortunately. The- yeah, if you
1: do feel like it's going to be a low-scoring, you listen at home, if you feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game, which is it, potential, it could be, right? It, there's no guarantee that Cleveland's going to come out and throw four or five touchdowns as much as everybody wants them to. If it is low-scoring, then it will be potentially a Derrick Henry and a Chubb game, and these guys are going to get a ton of touches. But I just don't know where the ceiling lies here for these two uh, in this week. It's This game is pretty much a pass for me.
0: All right. That's the one o'clock. So now it's time to get serious. Okay. There, now we go. All right. We were ended on a streak of epic proportions of upsets where I was calling those Carolina Panther losses every week. It was a magical run. Uh, if you were listening, you made a ton of money <laughs> off the, off the <laughs> yes, Panthers. For sure. And you made a ton of money off the Colts' rise as well. Yes. And uh, I will say this I don't think I'm quitting the Colts. You like this? This is my upset special. I think the Chargers without Derwin James. I think the Chargers without Melvin Gordon are going to feel a little bit of that impact. And I don't think they realize, you know, out there that they're missing two huge pieces of this team on both sides of the ball. And I don't know, man. I think the Colts are in this. I don't think it translates to DFS. This is a a topic for tomorrow. DFS wise, I pretty much have faded this game altogether because I have no idea who Jacoby percent wants to throw the ball to. But I can tell you this. (laughs) Ownership's going to be low, and I think if there's one team this week that has a chance to go in and pull off a huge upset on the road, I think it's the Me Against the World Colts. There you go. What do you think? Yeah,
1: no, I I don't hate it. I I certainly like them on the spread. Uh, you know, originally when Andrew Luck was a part of the Colts, I mean, this was a three point game, and it was basically you know neutral field. No, there was really no favorite. So they're giving the Chargers the three points being at home. And now it's. Yeah, now it's
0: six and a half.
1: Yeah, now it's jumped up to six and a half, where I'm just like, you know what? Jacoby Brissett is not that bad. Like, sure, he's not Andrew Luck, but I have faith in the offensive line that I think is one of the best in football. I still like Marlon Mack. He still has an l- elite weapon in T.Y. Hilton. Frank Reich, I also believe in. He played to Nick Foles' strengths on the way to a Super Bowl. He could certainly play to Jacoby Brissett's strengths. There's more weapons now than when Jacoby. This is a much different feel than 2017. Like, say what you want about Funches or Paris Campbell, but at least there's some weapons there. There was nothing. It was, he was it was bad coaching it was a bad line it was there was no weapons so this is a much different feel I think you can keep it close the Chargers like to play at a slow pace as well so yeah I, I don't know where I would go in DFS to be honest with you I mean Jacoby Rousset is kind of sneaky on the ground like he is that punt play because DraftKings and FanDuel they've come out with their prices as if luck was going to play right. so he is very very cheap if you do want to go that way I mean the obvious is to pair him up with um T Y, but I wouldn't be shocked if maybe Jack Doyle is this guy because uh, Jack Doyle was. They had a little bit of a connection a couple of years ago, so you can go that way if you want. But yeah, I'm yeah. not. In terms of a betting standpoint, you guys are going to get. Well, into it. Randall's a great addition, own. by the way. But yeah, yeah. you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you guys will. I, I think he'll probably feel you on, on the Colts team.
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna find out tomorrow. But
1: <laughs> dude, I,
0: I'm just. Like, I think even Brissett just running out naked, Jacoby Brissett without anybody else is fine too. Yeah, I think so. just Don't yeah. know what it's gonna be. And on the Charger side, the only thing that I like because I don't, I don't love the Keenan Allen price right now. I hmm. don't love the Eckler Justin Jackson thing with the split carries. Right. It's Mike Williams. at 6400 on FanDuel. Maybe give me a touchdown. That's about it. That's yeah. it. And ever, other than that, man, I'm out. I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I I don't mind I don't mind Eckler, um, but I agree with you. There's there's a few guys. I wonder if he's going to be pretty chalky to the point where I'll probably fade him in tournaments. But there, those two December games when Gordon wasn't around, Eckler got a lot of play. He Got like 28 carries and 13 targets. So I mean, he probably will out snap and out touch Justin Jackson. But you know, if you told me Justin Jackson had more carries, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: No, no. Well, all right, let's move on here. Let's go to Seattle where. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals have uh, their work cut out for them in that building. That is not a good uh, spot for that defense, especially a bad defense. First shot out of the gate to have to go to Seattle. Not the best place for them to play at all. Uh, But I will say this. What I'll say about them is I still believe in Tyler Boyd. I still believe in Joe Mixon. And if you figure they're behind or trying to keep pace, that's not a bad thing for fantasy. So don't overlook it altogether. So are you feeling me on that too? Or do you Yeah, you and
1: I are Boyd supporters. Um, Yeah. I like uh, him. I mean, he was obviously we saw a little bit of a downtick without AJ Green, but he's still fine. And you're right, they're they're gonna have to pass the ball here. So I I definitely and your punt
0: tight end, I'm telling you right now, is Tyler Eifert. I'm telling you right now. Another
1: guy that you don't want to draft, but he's healthy. You don't don't want to you know and you
0: don't I get it, you don't want to own him in season long, of course, because he might be injured right
1: now. Who knows? What time dude loves touchdowns.
0: Dude loves touchdowns, and I love touchdowns thirty-one on DK. Over yeah. on Vandal, he's uh fifty two hundred. So yeah. I mean it you want know, to talk about like punt play a tight end, you know, I'm gonna fade the whole group altogether, just try to go for a touchdown. Tyra Eifert's that guy. And uh I'm just saying they could now. Granted, this could also get ugly, but it's not a cash game play. We're not talking about cash games, we're talking about the Bengals, we're talking about tournament play. On the other side of this, the Seahawks, you know, this is another one where Moore's hurt um DK is not 100 percent. he, he yeah. got Russell Wilson by himself basically and he's playing with Metcalf he's playing with Turner and he's playing with Lockett Lockett's been that guy I don't know man I think it's I think it's Chris Carson to tell you the truth Carson's yeah. like the, the piece that I like the most in this game because I do think they will get a lead and I do think they'll sit on it and Carson's the dude at 66 over on FanDuel and the DraftKings price is just 57 I think that's a huge bargain for him
1: I expect him to have the highest ownership. He should. He should have the highest ownership, and I don't care about the chalk at all. How many times have we talked about that? Chalk is all right. Chalk is okay. At times. Reason, yeah, it's know. fine. As long as he gives you that game that you expect. And oh, well, Drew Brees I at home.
0: that's so chalky. Yeah, well, I'll <laughs> yeah. To put up 100 billion points. So. Yeah,
1: no kidding. I mean, Chris Carson, fifth in rushing yards, fourth in rushing yards per game, third in rushing attempts per game last season. He is the goal back. Seattle, they're huge, heavy home favorites. They've won 10 straight Home openers, and they've demolished their opponents over that span 238 to 74 for my ball. For my boy, Paul Dana Jr. of the Athletic, with those numbers, I was like, What? I had to go back and like just check out just to see the blowouts. And they do, they just blow teams out at home on home openers. With it, so I just only guy I want is Chris Carson. I just feel like he's gonna get all of the work. I love his price. You were talking about Ingram as a guy who's going to fall in the end zone. I think Chris Carson can fall in a couple times. And I love taking him back at home when they are big favorites like this because of what you talked about yeah. earlier is that they're just going to lean on him and run the clock out. And that's, I mean, if, as long as Carson so can stay much healthy Carson this year, and so he's going to touch Ingram. the ball 300 times.
0: I'm going to have so much Ingram and Carson this week, and I don't care. Yeah, and I like I them care? both. I love them both. Just give Team, the volume. Both two
1: teams that want, nobody ran the ball more than those two teams last year. They right. wanted, and they're playing That's what they want to do. League can't stop the run. So,
0: duh. Like yeah. like come on. Yeah. Like what are we doing here? Let's just do it. All right. Now yeah. this next one, this is going to have a ton of points too. This is this one the <laughs> over under is 51. I'm taking the over. Sorry. San Francisco at yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Nobody plays defense here. Nobody. <laughs> I know they brought in D forward I get it. I know Bose is there. That's great. I don't care. This is there's going to be some points in this one and uh, let's start with the Tampa side and line star app loves Winston's price. They think he's the best return on investment quarterback at 66 on FanDuel, uh, excuse me, on DK and on the FanDuel side, 75, they have him very highly rated and and with good reason because yeah. um, you know, Richard Sherman is not what Richard Sherman was, but it doesn't matter because to me it's Godwin. That's the dude I want at 6,900. I think he's got great upside on FanDuel, just 62 over on DK those are prices I can get behind. Forget the running backs because we don't know what they are. You, you could tell me it's Darha. You could tell me it's, it's Jones or Barber. I don't care. I'm not making an investment there, but I will make an investment on Godwin. That's the one piece in this one that I really like the most.
1: Yeah, and I like them all. I, I really do. Uh, I love Jameis. He's my favorite tournament quarterback of the week. Love the team implied total at 25. It's one of the highest on, on the board. And you just talked about the, the team. The, the game total is is one of the highest, too. So I expect to see a few touchdowns in this game. We could even see a few interceptions. It's, it's certainly possible. That's why, you know, I think you should stack this game because we're going to see some points. So I, I feel like Chris Godwin, there's part of me thought that, And it may be the case. Mike Evans may actually come with a lower ownership than Chris Godwin. Godwin's cheaper. The buzz is there and it's legit. It's warranted. I like both of them. I also like OJ Howard. I just feel like there's going to be a lot of points scored in this. Yeah. Howard's another one too. I I would
0: fade or see, I would fade Ertz in favor of Howard save the money this week because agreed. I think this will be more of a shootout where the Eagles, I think will get a lead and then that'll be it. And everybody just kind of gets eased off. And that's Mm -hmm. my worry with the Eagles game. I yeah. know it's going to be a lock, but it's how is it a lock? You know, uh, this this yeah. one's wide open. This is for sure. be a complete cluster. Now yeah. on the other side of this, I, I can't say that outside of Kittle that I have a lot of love for anybody in this offense either. Uh, maybe it is Goodwin because uh, maybe it's Goodwin and Godwin. Maybe it's all. Yeah, like, I it don't could know. Be. That was the guy that Garoppolo liked the most, but yep. this is a new era and new dudes here. Uh, what's your take on the Forty Nineers into this one?
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard to get a feel. Uh, I don't mind taking shots on Goodwin in tournaments because you're dead on about these two and, you know, him and Jimmy G having a connection. I, I actually don't mind taking a shot on Pettis because there's been so much negative buzz with him. There was a lot of positive, you know, a few months ago that he was going to be the guy who was getting drafted early as that breakout wide receiver. And then there were some comments that, you know, you know, San Fran wanted to see more from him and then just recently Kyle Shanahan talking about how he's the true one he could do everything he can he can play out of the slide go wide he can run the ball if they wanted to run the ball with him like he could absolutely do everything so I wonder at his price like he's priced certainly on Fanduel. he's priced as if you know he was the that hype wide receiver and with the most recent news of just not really knowing what to expect from him. I wonder if people will just shy away. And again, this is a game that I want a piece of. So I will take a couple shots on him in tournaments, and I will take a couple shots on on Goodwin in tournaments. But I think, you know, if you're playing cash and if you want to spend up at the tight end position, Kittle's the way to go. I think out of the three, we know Travis Kelsey and what he can do and Zach Ertz, but I think, you know, Kittle is the guy and what could potentially be 50 points scored in this game. All
0: right, another tight end you could score with is Evan Ingram, and uh, he's at 64 over on the FanDuel side on DK, he's 4,800. As the uh, New York Giants will travel in to take on the Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott, mind you, who finally did sign. Uh, Barkley is super expensive, as you would imagine. He's 9K. Uh, at 9K and above on both sides. So you got to make a huge investment on him if you want involved in that. And that's fine. If you do, you want to go cash games and play Barkley and play that workload and fade quarterback and, and fade tight end and just do that. That's that's fine. You, there's enough running back value to do that this week. It's not what I would choose to do because I think you got to be careful on a week like week one where there are so many values where people can pump up, you know, some of these floors of some of these very good players who are underpriced. So that's my only thing. Uh, in terms of warning people about Barkley this week. It's not a bad play. He's got to be careful with it. How do you approach Barkley this week at that price in this matchup?
1: Yeah, you said it perfectly. I would play him in cash. I mean, he's 15 touchdowns in 16 games. That's he's not got bad. A, Yeah, he's pretty safe floor, <laughs> right? I mean, he really is. I mean, he finished with at least 18 touches in each of his final 12 games. So there is a floor there. The offense runs through him. But the ceiling is not quite as high because at the end of the day, the Giants are just not going to score a lot of points. So. All right. So
0: what do you do here? You got Elliot, who's the same price. He's over 9K yeah. on both spots, too, but hasn't played all preseason. I'm
1: not touching him. I can't touch him. Is them. that
0: an opportunity? Do you think that's the general yeah, maybe. thing out there? Yeah, maybe.
1: You're, you're probably right. I never really I know actually about the thought Giants, about it that way. One thing I know yeah. about
0: the Giants, not real good up front. Can't really stop it, uh, running back from catching the football very well either.
1: Yeah, I never really yeah. thought about it that way. Um I definitely wouldn't do it in cash, but you you know, you do make a good point is that people I think most people. Yeah. I'm starting to like him a little bit more. <laughs> I think <laughs> well, most I'm people saying... will originally go, ninety two hundred dollars. No thanks. That guy no thanks. just signed. There's been reports things. that he's gonna just have a you know, a handful of reps, but even if he does only you know, play if he, if he plays forty fifty percent of the snaps, <laughs> yeah. He could certainly <laughs> run into the end zone once or twice. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm I, Look, it's not the greatest play. I think it's an ownership yeah. play. It's just when yeah. you're like trying to differentiate yes. and you want to get some strange. I think Ezekiel Elliott is is expensive, strange, yeah. but potentially one that's going to get you laid. You like that? There you go. Yeah. That's what we do here <laughs> at the Pre Snap. We make funny things. Uh, Michael Gallup is at 56. Amari Cooper is at 75. I'm not touching either of
1: these guys. No, I mean, I have no real interest actually. Everything else is a in this for me. game, to be honest. Yeah. No, and that speaking
0: makes... of no interest, let's get to this last one. Let's get to the Detroit Lions on the road against Arizona, and there's already some negative news coming out from Kyler Murray. Oh, here we go. Here it so begins. Here's my hot take on this. Let's see what you think. I think Arizona finds a way to win this game, and Kyler Murray makes a play, and they do. And then the hype train gets out of control for Kyler Murray, and it's all downhill after that. What do you think about this? Because somebody's got to win this game. I think
1: right? yes, somebody does. I don't mind picking Arizona either. I mean, I don't think Detroit should be favored against any team in the league, especially on the road. It'd be interesting. Arizona is one of those teams that I'm intrigued. Uh, I want to see. I want to see the offense. You know, it's been a vanilla offense. It's throughout the preseason. There's been some good. There's been a lot of bad. Um, you know, watching Kyler Murray in the preseason so far, the offensive line is not great. This team is not great overall. He's dealing with a lot of just inexperienced wideouts. Really, besides Larry Fitzgerald, I I, I wonder what his ownership will be like. I mean, he's going to call his own number. He's going to run around a little bit. I don't mind maybe him in a DJ stack and in, in a in a tournament. Just you know, just try to be a little bit different. But on the other side, Detroit wants to run the football. So I have a little bit of interest in carry on Johnson. I mean, Arizona copped up the most rushing touchdowns and the most fantasy points to backs last year. And it was only 10 games, but... You know he had carry on had five point four yards per carry. It's I like it more solid. on
0: I like it more on DK than on Fanduel. I'm terrified to see Anderson.
1: Yeah, that's a good call. I was kind of gonna I was gonna go there and and say that that's the risk of playing him in cash. You could see carry on get like twenty carries and a couple catches, but get pulled out of every little red zone package, which is certainly concerning. So that's something to keep an eye on. And then no Patrick Peterson. So Kenny Galladay should, you know, have a decent day. But I feel like Detroit's going to want to run the football and Kansas or Arizona, rather, is going to want to play this up-tempo offense quick, quick. But uh, I just I don't know, like, man. really this honestly 46- don't know what to expect from Kyler. This one's at 46 offense.
0: and a half. And honestly, I don't
1: see how. I, yeah, I, I I agree. Give me agree. the
0: under and the forty six and a half all day. I think they're long. just
1: giving a lot of respect to Arizona and like Ugh, the, just coming out God. and getting like three or four touchdowns here. Dude, just this game I don't know if reeks, I see it.
0: This game reeks of like fourteen-thirteen.
1: Yeah. I don't know. This reeks of it. Yeah, You
0: know, there's a lot of ineptitude out there still. It's still week one. Not every, not everybody's going to be running like Mahomes and o- that offense. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, he be-
1: doesn't have the same weapons. He doesn't have the same yeah. line. And, you know, Detroit can dial up some pressure. Like, they're going to actually be able to get after Kyler Murray. So, I don't know. Like, he's not going to have much time in the pocket, I don't think.
0: All right, now, if you're playing that loop around with the Sunday night and the Mondays, that's some big-time offenses out there. Uh, I'm super excited on Monday. I'm sure we'll preview those two Monday night games because you can get involved in those two as well. But uh, Steelers and Pats, I'm looking forward to this one. I I don't like when it's a big game like this so early. Like, I'm just not ready for it. Like, I can't, as a Patriots fan, can't I get, like, can I get the bills first or you know like hey gotta get the Titans give, give
1: me like uh, some you, like one you've off You have had enough breaks okay it's not a break I just
0: I want <laughs> I want everybody to be rolling it's hard week 1 to have a game of this magnitude but here yeah, we are yeah. um I think that New England Patriots defense is much better than people realize but again this is going to be one of those games where uh this one the numbers 49 I think this one goes over <laughs> like I just do as yeah. much as I like the defense of the Pats I'm hard pressed not to see this one going over that total. Um, but look, you know, it, it'll be certainly fun to see what Josh Gordon is at this point. It'll be fun to get an idea of uh, who's going to be that secondary wide receiver with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, what are you looking for out of this game?
1: Yeah, I'm looking for just that what you left off with. Uh, I think it's going to be James Washington. I, I think uh, I'm really intrigued with him. I'm, I've never been a big uh, Moncrief fan. I just don't feel like he's ever ever been able to stay healthy. He may be, he may be Big Ben's favorite target inside the red zone. Um, that's certainly a possibility. But uh, what I know about Big Ben and obviously Antonio Brown is gone from that team. Somebody's got to eat up on all those targets and those yards is – I see James Washington. I see a burner and I, I see an opportunity and I know Ben will see it. If it's any time at one-on-one coverage, he's going to take some shots with James Washington. So I think Washington is a great tournament play. I think Gordon is a great tournament play. And, you know, the guys in the slot, like Edelman and Juju and James White, Connor, I think those guys are going to be safe cash game plays. If you want to get involved altogether, those are guys that you could put in your cash lineup. But I am, I'm looking forward to seeing James Washington. I, I kind of expect big things from him and that's like, kind of changed changed my tune recently i was maybe feeling like moncrief would be the touchdown guy but i think we'll see some big plays from washington i think he's going to be a good gpp guy for the whole year
0: all right now if you're a fan of chris and myself from the mlb show from on deck then you know we did a fun little segment where we called home runs and we finished the year uh tied oh no wait! i'm sorry i won i uh i think
1: sorry, you got it in the won. last day did you not know
0: garver the second to last day I got it. I got ahead of you on the second to last day. <laughs> Mitch Garver was the guy for me. So congratulations. It was hard fought, my
1: friend. Should have picked um, Pete Alonzo every night.
0: I know. Just pick Pete Alonso every night. You're well, good. 45. Goodness. Well, my good. But, <laughs> but uh, we're going to bring back that same feel with a new segment right here called Finding the End Zone. And it starts right now. So, Chris Meaney, it's time to find the end zone. We're going to pick a running back and a wide receiver each that we think is a lock to score this week. And is a good ROI. So, Chris, it's a new segment, so I will let you go first at running back. Who's your dude? Who's finding the end zone?
1: Chris Carson. That's my guy. I think he's going to find the end zone. I already talked a lot about him. Uh, Both of us have already kind of touched on him throughout the show. But I really do like Chris Carson a lot. Not only this weekend, but this season.
0: Yeah. Okay. For me, great ROI uh great matchup it's Mark Ingram I don't care not every pick has to be sexy but Mark Ingram's gonna find the end zone against the Miami Dolphins so lock it up good return good price on both sides for him uh give me Mark Ingram wide receiver I will go first I'll tell you who's finding the end zone against the Falcons it's Adam Thielen that's right Adam Thielen's gonna find the end zone it's touchdown season Adam Thielen was brilliant last year in the first half He will be brilliant again. It's time to get back on the train. I know Cousins has been shaky this offseason. We we dust off preseason because it doesn't mean all that much. So give me a wide receiver who's going to score this week. Who's finding the end zone for you, Chris?
1: All right, I'm going to head to Tampa Bay, and I am going to go with Everybody's favorite breakout and sleeper this year, Chris Godwin. Some big games last season without Adam Humphreys and Deshaun Jackson. Both of those guys gone, and he is a big time player inside the red zone. There, you know, james Winston has a couple options inside the red zone. Hopefully, he looks Godwin's way this Sunday.
0: All right, so there you have it. That's just finding the end zone for us. Uh, if uh, you enjoy the show, make sure you rate, review, uh, give us the five stars, give us six or seven stars, however, stars uh, you can give us. We want all, all. The stars. Yeah, and subscribe right here to the pre-snap. Again, we'll be here every Monday, every Thursday, and every Friday for you. Talking DFS, talking wagering, getting everything that you need. Uh, We love doing the show. This is what we love to do, and we are very grateful to be back here for Season 2 of the pre-snap. And there's nobody I'd rather be doing this show with than my boy Chris Meany. So, uh, Chris, I guess got to say, man, I I am looking forward to this year. It's going to be great fun. Uh, Like I said, I mean it. There's nobody else I'd rather do this show with because I feel like we have, when you get two minds like ours together with the right attitude, I feel like there's nothing but success and I hope it carries over for all of our listeners this year
1: yeah respect man right back at you we had a, good, a strong finish in in football and we I feel like we carried that over for baseball so uh, if we brought in a couple new listeners along the way you know welcome a uh, lot of big time respect for Line Star and what they do over there as well so get involved anytime you have any questions uh, don't hesitate you can always hit us up
0: all right that'll do it for us you can follow us on the Twitter machine at linestar app at LineStar NFL, at Joe Pizapia17, and at Chris Meany. There's nothing left to do. The pre snap is over. Now it's time to sit down, win. You've been listening to the Pre Snap Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meany.